Hello to all our Audio Boom listeners. Just a quick note at the beginning to say Audio Boom only lets you uh, have a file of an hour and a half maximum length. And this uh, episode of the podcast goes longer than an hour and a half. So to hear the entire episode, go to gamebanter.co.uk to hear the podcast in its entirety. Here we go, this hot gossip is coming. Here we go, the hot gossip is coming. It's coming. It's coming he's right now. Pro- right, it's coming, he's coming. Oh, he's arrived. <laughs> there he is, there's the gossip <laughs> all coming out. And I would make 100 podcasts, and I will make 100 more. Over 100 episodes, we have remained true, true to gaming, true to our vision. We have refused many companies' inquiries about sponsorship, from Vagisil to Umbongo. And do you know why? It's because we're yours. We do this for you. Not for infection-free vaginas or sugary fruit drinks. But we've also sacrificed so much more. Gareth continues to refuse employment, not because he's lazy, but because should he work, he wouldn't be able to edit the podcast as quickly as he does now. (laughs) He doesn't do that for himself, he does that for you. Don, being the sex symbol at the Game Central podcast, had to pretend he was single for quite a long while. A lonely single man whose only comfort was the warm glow of his TV. And then there's myself, Rob. Sorry, I've got my nose. (laughs) I have at times sacrificed my sanity, and after numerous psychological scars, I'm still here, but again, not for gain, but to talk about games every week. And then we had Guy Whitlock. Oh, Guy Whitlock, a guy who lacks any wit because it has been locked away. Of course, I have wit, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to form that piece of wordplay. But I digressed. 100 podcasts. We deserve a letter from the Queen. Or do we? Surely we deserve some kind of recognition, like breaking the top 300 in the iTunes chart. Hello and welcome to the Game Central Podcast, episode 100. We are finally there, guys, and what a bloody journey it's been, eh, Gareth? Uh, It's been the longest journey anyone's ever taken in uh, the history of mankind and I don't think that's an exaggeration and I think I'd like to think that in the future when aliens descend upon our planet and we're wiped out they will look at this podcast as a shining example of humankind I hope they'll listen to it yeah I hope they will it'll be quite nice maybe it'll be like a lost tape it'll be very nice it'll be one of those ornaments that we keep uh and we've remained pretty consistent throughout, haven't we? Uh, from interviews with cosplay beauties to game shop owners, from drunken guests whose young sisters were preyed upon by Guy Whitlock, <laughs> to missions to Russia to rescue kidnapped friends. This is not an ordinary podcast, and hopefully you can stay around as we reminisce about some of our favourite times. But don't worry if you like routine, we still have the basic structure of your favourite free man gaming British podcast. We have the news... Features, reviews, and of course, Gareth's Disney and Adventure, which is now officially the worst part of the podcast ever. <laughs> the thing I find is that no matter how shit something is, if you persist with it, then it will come back around and 
become funny again. <laughs> How are you two today? Uh, good, mate. Very You're good. good? Oh, I'm good. Cocks have gone forward, haven't they, Don? Yes, thank Christ. It's daylight yeah. once again. Yeah. Does it make much difference to you, Gareth? <laughs> uh, for me, right now, it's about 12 in the afternoon. That is absolutely fantastic. You just set your clock to whatever you want. Yeah. Ain't no one telling you what time to do it. That's not like I need to be up for anything, is it? Nope. <laughs> and the thing is, it must also get harder to do your night wishes. <laughs> what? I think you know what I mean by that. Oh, but, no, first, but first, let's start, of course, with the most important section known to man. Oh, yes. I'm referring to the gland of the industry, and no one else knows how to milk it quite like Don. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy the hot gossip. Uh, so, this week's hot gossip uh, is rather special, if I do say so myself. Um, we're going to be obviously doing a bit of a, a bit of a retrospective during today's 100th fantastic episode. It's just bit. So I thought, what would be better than to uh, uh, counterbalance that with some gossip from the future? What wow. I've done, I know, it's, it's pretty special. What I've done is I've looked as far into the future as I can possibly go, rather than the... Don, surely that's dangerous! It's cr- pretty dangerous, um, <laughs> to the extent I could become extinct, because I've managed to receive an email from myself from the future. Wow. Um, myself ten years in the future, in fact, and I've asked myself to tell myself what is going to happen between now and ten years uh, time from now so yeah. between now and 2026 oh yes by which time many of us I expect will be dead well then what are you going to do for the 200th episode Don well it, we don't know we, uh, it's it's we see how far we go into the future of this but basically um, yeah so I've asked myself three things to well to tell us three things that were significant that have happened in the, those ten years um, or, or immediately in the future of now so hang on uh, where does the gland come into this <coughs> because that's the whole point <laughs> Are you rubbing the gland in ten years' time? Gland, it, it's your gland, Rob. No one rubs <laughs> it but you. I actually, I actually am going to tell the audience how you get, like gain your gossip. Okay. So as a little treat from the hundredth episode. Maybe, maybe after I've completed this. Yeah, because it's really long. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I have to say I have uh, I've received the email and uh, I'm just putting it through as it turns out Google Translate because the whole thing is written in Chinese. Are we sponsored by oh, Google now. No, just the whole thing's written by in Chinese. So, uh, well, other search engines are available, aren't they? Other search engines are available, but I'm sticking to Google Translate. Now um, put it into yeah. Ask Jeeves. Put it into Ask Jeeves. No, we, or, yeah. or talk to Jack. Talk to Frank. That's the one. What? Isn't Frank the drug agency? <laughs> Frank yeah. is the drug agency that no <laughs> used to, and everyone took the piss out of. No, 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 no. Took the piss out of it, and uh, no. that's why it's folded so quickly. I've actually got talk to Frank's number, and when I was young, I, bet you I had are. no friends. You can ask him sort of questions like, uh, do you like me and stuff like that? And he's like, well, of course I do. And stuff like that. It's really nice. <laughs> Get on to it, everyone. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> right. So, anyway. Um, like, just to recap, uh, just Don. Just to recap. can go through the steps of what you've been saying thus far. Okay. Email from myself 
from the future. It's in Chinese. It's in Chinese. So, you know, take from that what you will. Um, so, yeah, three things uh, that are uh, interesting about the future. That, oh, it uh, could be. That are, good, that are fantastic, awesome. Uh, number one, VR. Well, VR obviously is about to take off uh, with us, but apparently not. According to me from the future, VR died almost as quickly um, as it started. Oh, uh, like Betamax. Sorry, guys. It looks uh, literally going to go away at 3D films. Fuck, I just bought an Oculus Rift three minutes ago. A lot of people yeah. are going to be bummed out about this, I know, but um, I think you know at least one of us, probably two of us, predicted this. Uh, as, you know, we are pretty good at predicting stuff on this show. We're, we are probably the best analysts in the game industry. Come, probably. come think of it. Probably. Um, so yeah, <laughs> probably. So why would you waste the question talking to your 10 year old self? No, I asked when you could about... have asked him a question that could have been asked to your two year <laughs> self. No, look, 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 look. I had no choice. It was 10 years or nothing. Oh, okay, it, I suppose. That was, that's, you know. <laughs> there wasn't some kind of multiple choice question. No. No. Um, so yeah so unfortunately VR's gonna not really it's gonna die I'm afraid it's uh sorry everyone you've all been wasting your time apparently oh. or you're gonna waste your time so uh good luck with that but it's gossip isn't nice that's uh yeah that's not fantastic gossip um I was hoping for a, a good bit of gossip oh there is a good bit coming up but uh oh the second bit is actually even worse oh. um uh, this is Oh, this is quite tragic. It's just sorry. It's, as I scroll down, it kind of translates from the Chinese in sections. That's definitely how Google uh, Translate works. Yep. <laughs> it sure um, is. I don't know how they how this email. Works. It definitely translates in such a way as to give dramatic effect if you were reading it out loud. That's right. It yeah. does. Um, okay, Nintendo. Bad news. Oh, uh, fuck's sake. Bad. Terrible news. In fact, this is fucking awful. Nintendo uh, and more in ten years' time. Nintendo. Oh uh, turns out the NX got renamed, well, jokingly renamed the XN for XN, <laughs> uh, because the NX uh, is their final console. Um, it fails abysmally. Uh, Nintendo oh. decided to leave the console market after that. This is terrible news. This is what a fucking dick I am sending myself this kind of fucking. This is really depressing. It's quite depressing. Uh, unfortunately, the NX well, uh, spells the end of Nintendo. They try to push it. They are. Uh, they also. They did go the VR route as well. It turns out they definitely did add VR to it, and that did not help because VR ultimately bombed. Oh dear! Oh dear! This is not. This is not good news, guys. Sorry. Okay, so moving swiftly on. Uh, third, finally, some good news. It's good news. Uh, we lose Nintendo, but the Dreamcast is back. Uh, it turns out Sega come back into the console market. Dreamcast 2. How? Fantastic. Where did they get money from? Yes, this is what we want. I, I have no idea. Who knows? They probably got it from the Chinese government. I mean, they own fucking everything else by now, by the looks of things. Um, <clears throat> including Google, which is now called Google. Pronounce <laughs> it that way. Um, oh, yes. Google. So, yeah. Oh, no. Stop. Google. Jesus. <laughs> and it's uh, not google.com it's google.cn so yeah google.cunt <laughs> you probably can't get away with saying that in the future when the Chinese rule all of us uh, I'm quite impressed that I've learnt Chinese in, in under 10 years that's quite good then again I was probably put into some kind of labour camp and forced to learn it so. yeah well, they would have taken a bit of a shine into you Don seeing that you're the same height as all of them they probably see me as some sort of god I know it's weird <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so it's not all fantastic news. So the Dreamcast 2 does come back, but it's uh, yeah, shaky start because uh, they, they launch it with another Sonic 3D game. When are they going to learn? Literally never, by the sound of it. <clears throat> Fortunately, they uh, brought Resident Evil 8 on it as well. Ooh. So that turns out to be quite good. Is Leon back? Uh, I, I don't say. Oh, play lovely on. I don't say. Oh, Barry Burton's in. Barry Burton's in it, so I don't know uh, what is going on with the timeline there, but then nobody really does. So, yeah, that's, some, oh, that's interesting. Fantastic hot gossip from me there. I think you'll agree. Well done, me. I really glad you loved it, Don. <clears throat> I did. Although I'm tempted to start, you know, might take up Chinese now, save myself a bit of bother in the future. Well, now that you know about all this, Don, you can, you're the only one who can change it. We could all change this if we all buy into VR and just never let it die. Just everyone just buy it, go into it, buy all the games, buy every fucking update they bring out, VR 2.0, 2.5. Just keep on buying them. Don't, you know, regardless whether you use it or not, just keep buying every single system. Buy the Oculus, buy the PlayStation VR, buy the Rift, buy the fucking Hive, buy them all. Uh, we could change the future. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We could actually have VR in our future. I would I'd rather VR be out Nintendo, future. to be honest, than VR, because personally, I think VR shit. Well, the thing yeah. is, Don, yep. you've managed to destroy all of our hopes of well, gaming, so <laughs> thanks for that. Well, I guess in 10 years we'll, we'll also be out of jobs, because there's basically... Well, we'll just have to do a Dreamcast podcast, I suppose. The Dreamcast. Wow! Yeah. How'd you like that, Matt? Mate, you're going to be so effective in 10 years' time. In 10 years, I'll come into my own in 10 years' time. You do, I bet you do, and then drink yeah. it. Yeah, because your girlfriend's <laughs> left you. <laughs> <laughs> no. We come into our own round here. <laughs> <laughs> just... Right. Uh, just so. I didn't want kids. Yeah. But they, they're going to come out a bit special anyway. <laughs> right, so basically, I've, I said that I'd tell everyone how you get your gossip news. It's oh, a kind yeah. of breaking the fourth wall, seeing behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, it's basically quite simple. Um, in an undi- undisclosed location, there is a store of information. Not a computer. It's not connected to anything by conventional technology. This was first created in 1987. It is a huge pulsating gland. Rumour has it that it once belonged to Peter Molyneux. It allowed him to see into the future and make startling predictions that would come true and allow him to be one step ahead. Obviously, the gaming industry didn't like this and threatened him with death. Molyneux was scared and had it removed. He then told one of his former Bullfrog employees to hide it and gain information and report back to him. Unfortunately, said employee misplaced the testicle after dropping it down a drain. Fearing the wrath of Molyneux, the staff member fed Molyneux lies that he would find the testicle. Molyneux made bizarre claims that seemed ludicrous, and to this day have yet to bear fruition. He was often mocked as he lay out intricate plans of his upcoming games. Fast forward 15 years and a young Don Goss was sewer-hunting, tampons, knickers, sanitary towels. He had told people he was helping the environment, but actually he was just helping himself. One day, he decided to visit a new section of the sewer as his traditional route had grew tiresome. He knew every turn at the back of his small hand. Suddenly, he saw a glow emanating in the distance. As he came closer, he could see the pulsating flesh sack dangling from the grating. At first, Don was nervous. This wasn't women's sanitary products. This was something different. 
He caressed the skin sack, wrapping his arms around it like a big space hopper. The gossip had not been harvested for so long that it was full to bursting. Suddenly, Don arched back in pain as the knowledge of gaming took hold and didn't let go until he was aware of all the latest news and gossip from the gaming industry. And here we all are, all this time later benefiting from Molyneux's gaming land. His loss is most definitely our gain. So, <clears throat> Don, the secret's been released. Yeah, I feel uh, a bit dirty. A bit dirty, but again, but we haven't unleashed the destination. Nope. <sighs> to be fair, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't mind. I'm happy with, yeah. uh, happy with my, uh, my lot. I just thought it's about fucking time that people understood what you have to go through on a weekly basis it's, to get this It's quite traumatic. It's quite traumatic. And but... you're not just trawling internet sites repeating crap that other people have been talking about. No, no. You don't get anything like my gossip anywhere else. You don't. And you've got your lovely sayings. Uh, a gland in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> and don't count your glands until they mature. Oh. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yes. So, on to the news. <laughs> yes, the news is with us, and this week, it's kind of fine. Uh, so, let's get started, Gareth. It turns out that that leaked NX controller was fake after all. Tell us a little bit about it, buddy. Uh, well, I mean, Don's the guy with the sources, he'll know where it came from, but uh, there's yeah. a picture popped up on the internet sometime last week of uh, something that looked very similar to that pattern Nintendo filed a little while ago, which is like a little oval screen with two analogue sticks, uh, basically like nipples. Uh, I hated it, Gareth. It looks awful. Um, yeah. And luckily it's fake. It turns out somebody did it on a 3D printer. Um, That's fun with 3D printers now. I give you some props, Don. You're the first person who showed it to me before any gaming sites or anything. You sent me a Facebook message and I was like, what the fuck? You showed it 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Back in 2005. (laughs) Yeah. I was impressed with you, Don. Yeah. Once again, proving my sources are in fact uh, legit. Well, it was fake news, though, so. No, Don's was actually the actual controller. You're getting it confused with oh, this one. Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, so th- this is the problem, I think, uh, with fakes and stuff like that. Um, I mean, 3D printing and stuff like that, you can pretty much make near-identical versions of any blueprints that you want or you're, you care to look for. And, you know, you can get fame in yourself. You know, it could have been used as an advertisement for that particular 3D printer. The scary it's very times. good. It is, and and the fact is, people can now at home just make stuff that would make people think twice as to hang on, that looks like an official product. It's you, not like someone's drawn a picture of a PS4 that looks like a toaster or got a toaster <laughs> off the internet and just think these are physical objects now. Good point. Yep. Yeah, Do you yep. like that point. Because like it, it used to be little pictures, didn't it? Like someone would Photoshop yeah, some... something on yeah. the side of something. But now people are building physical things. Like if someone wanted to 3D print a play PS4, they could. You know, and it, it could be tiny because you wouldn't know the size of it. So you could make a really small one. <laughs> you know, like they did in them old films, Don, where they yeah. had like the men and then they had the dinosaurs that were made out of models. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah. not ill. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But they would be really small, wouldn't they? The dinosaurs, but they would appear to be massive because you, you give them the contrast. That's exactly what I mean. Uh, the PlayStation 4 or PS4.5 will be officially announced before the release date. Uh, this sounds like a bit of gossip, Don. Why were you not on top of this? Is it because it's just not true? Uh, it's true, but it's it's not gossip. It's you know, it's common common knowledge. It's beneath you, it, it, yes, essentially, it's it's beneath the gossip. <laughs> it goes uh, along the sewer lines. Yeah, yeah, it ain't, it ain't worth me covering it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, if you really want a four K PlayStation Four, fill your boots. Otherwise, I mean, unless you've got a four K TV, it's literally pointless. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for the four people in the world who currently have four K systems, uh, good luck to you. But you lot said that about HD TVs when the Xbox 360 originally came out. It was yeah, like, of course. Yeah. Yeah, HD. That's pretty funny, isn't it? For all you guys that have got HD TVs. <laughs> this is. A I was bit looking at some though. of them. <laughs> Why is it a bit different, Gaz? Because <laughs> don't call me Gaz on the podcast. <laughs> Can I call you Orgasm? No, Jesus. No, that's no, not Jesus. How has that not happened before? <laughs> I've been God, yeah. Jesus. Um. Yeah, so, what was I saying? Don't worry about it, mate. 4K is different from HD. Yeah, because, like, even the most powerful graphics card you can put in a PC can't really do 4K very well. Mm. So either the PS4K is going to be unbelievably expensive, or it's just going to upscale to 4K. It's literally going to upscale, isn't it? Yeah, Plus, which isn't that impressive. There are currently zero games available in 4K. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's going, to be, it's going to be upscale in 1080p. It's, it's, you're going to notice no difference. You're literally going to notice zero difference. I don't, Look, you know. What's 4K, obviously, we're not talking about it now, but the next uh, televisions we buy, Don, yeah. when you're on your one. own and you can't get it out of the box, it's too heavy to do on your own, will all be 4k <laughs> by standard and i think uh sony are just future proofing their console yeah they're future proofing it a bit too soon though i think and well microsoft are as well well listen guys this isn't a big thing this isn't a big revision like we say it's it's not them saying hey guys we're gonna now get rid of what you bought and then introduce a better console it will be better in concept but it will probably also come with a redesign of the playstation 4 console uh, I mean, it'll have a K after the four. Yeah, so, but you know what yeah. I mean. It will be it will be a remodeling of the console because they yeah. always do it, and I think that they'll say that you know this is the new design of the PlayStation Four. It's probably about time. Let's be honest, uh, and it will also come with four K as standard output. Yeah, uh, you know, if they do it, they do it. I mean, fair enough. I just you know. Yeah, it's fair enough because they—it's not like that. Sony and Microsoft don't put out sort of revised versions of their consoles. It's just that this one will have uh, a little bit of 4K put in there. But let's yep. hope it doesn't cost 4K. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Do you get what I did there, guys? Because, yeah. You know, I'm, you... I, wordplay. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Or it could—you could call it PlayStation 4 Play. See, and again, bang. That's the benefit of starting at half seven. Uh, sexy Overwatch pose removed after player complaint. I can only assume that this was some kind of gaming, Gareth. Only kind of, some kind of what? 
Did you miss that? <laughs> I do. I do really like this picture because I'm really into lycra and stuff like that because it leaves little to the imagination. <laughs> um, I don't see why people have got a problem with this. There are much more sexual things going on in video games than this like one go. character's pose. Yeah, like, like Dead or Alive, fucking three or whatever it is. Yeah, Dead or Alive that's coming out. Have you every single video that Koei Tecmo put on YouTube is just hilarious. Oh my god, it's just I, I can't even begin to describe them. But yeah. in Street Fighter Five, there's literally a character who's a female wrestler. Oh, I love Cammy. Who has a thong on that you can just see her ass at all times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's was... literally just covering her asshole. Yeah. yeah. And, and that it, is it. This character in Overwatch is just wearing clothes and happens to be turned round so her bums at the camera. It's yeah, not yeah. bad at all. But yeah. they instead Blizzard were like, oh, we're really sorry. We'll try to be better in future. And it's like, yeah. she's barely even sexual. I think what they need to do is just delete her bum altogether and just have nothing there. Just have sort of like a... Uh, a mound. Just put one of those black censorship bars across it. Yeah. <laughs> just vertically do down the crack. Just vertically down it, just to make it really obvious if you're going to censor yeah. it. Just make it really, really obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, apparently as well, the pose that she's in, also there are like nine or ten male characters in the game who also do that pose who aren't getting it changed. No, because so, they're not wearing tight-fitting trousers, probably. Probably. Well, you know, make of that what you will. I'm sure somebody somewhere just got furious because someone else. Gareth, I yes. challenge you to wear lycra trousers, go out into Manchester and adopt that very pose in the middle of a busy shopping centre and ask what people think. <laughs> no, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if you shit yourself, it would show really badly. <laughs> You shit yourself one time. down your leg. And you get tarred with the shit brush. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Which is an awful brush that should never be brought out. Uh, Nintendo's first smartphone app, Miitomo, gets a UK release date. So, Don, this looks like something uh, to just make your own... Why are you laughing? (laughs) Just, no, finish your sentence and then I'll I'll continue laughing. Thank you. Uh, so it's a smartphone app for me, Tomo. It, uh, it's coming to the UK very soon. In just two days. So you can start making your very own me yep. right away. And I think that, you know, they've used the Sony phone on purpose to show just how ludicrous this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have up to a thousand friends on me, Tomo as well. Well. But no more. No more than a thousand. No. Strict, what if you've limited. got one thousand and one and you have to tough. decide who goes you've, out? Someone, you've got to make the tough decision and, uh, Murder one of your friends, obviously. Guy Whitlock That's is. That's really bad. Guy Whitlock, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mitomo's out right now. Yeah. This story is two days old, and it says <laughs> coming out in two days, and I'm looking on the App Store, and I can download it right now. Go on, Ooh. Gareth. In fact, should I? Should I, like, should I launch it I for the first time? I think you should. Time? You should get the ca- Caucasian version. What? <laughs> There's different versions for different uh, people. That doesn't sound true at all. It does. Right, so you can sign up for a Nintendo account before the end of April. You'll also receive a free download of Flipnote Studio 3D. Oh, just tempt me some more, Nintendo. <gasps> this is the <laughs> sound of me, Tomo. Oh How Nintendo does that sound? To Nintendo. It downloaded very fast, Gareth. I suppose you had it already on your phone. No, I just have 
Uh, got in there. Okay, this is. It's not very fun. That, that's really nice, uh, mate. It's live, mate. We're on the cutting edge. That is, and we're, we're very good at showing these, aren't we? <laughs> now that was the sound of a. Um, what was it? The sound of Gareth? Of an app launcher. <laughs> That was the sound of Going an app launching in Nintendo. Uh, let's, you know, let's see if you can tell the difference. Uh, this is a woman getting her anus pounded. Gareth, you're going to mix those up in your editing, <laughs> and people are going to have to guess which one is the Mimoto sounds and which one is the um, anal banging. Okay, so Street <laughs> Don, did you tell us in the end why it was so funny? Um, uh, the whole concept is like, hilarious to me. It is funny, isn't it? But you yeah. know, when you're like 15 and you're with your mates and you're all being really cool down at the Super Bowl. Yep, what you, you want to do is whip out your phone and go, hey, look at this me that I've made on my yeah. phone. <laughs> I mean, I think that I don't know because I'm not down with the kids, as some people would say. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that there is some kind of social media function where you can talk to your friends and stuff like that and yeah. send messages to each other. Yeah. I may be wrong. Send messages to any one of the 800 Hitlers, because everyone's going to make Hitler. That's going to be fantastic, isn't it? Um, the division continues to top the charts as Street Fighter V drops out of the top 40. That's really sad, isn't it, Gareth? But I suppose if you're going to sell people an incomplete game then you're not going to be deserving to be in that list yeah I mean it's still not fixed now right like there's shitloads of features still missing well this is the thing Gareth you know we're not in the NES days now or the SNES days where you import Super Street Fighter 2 and everyone's like oh it's so amazing it's great which it was don't get me wrong but now people just they want a little bit more for their money and I mean at the end of the day a, a beat em up it doesn't matter how packed out it is with content it's still going to have sort of be seen as a game that doesn't have the content that a traditional game would have that people expect now hmm. and then to learn that on top of that you've got one that isn't even fulfilling half of what it should be then that's not really an attractive proposition for someone who wants to buy a game is it plus it can be beaten by a baby as we talked about last episode <laughs> yeah and there's a shitload of microtransactions in it if you want all the costumes yeah. and bullshit like that like Microtransactions beaten by a baby. These are things that you don't want to hear when you go to buy a game. No, although wrestler who has her ass cheeks permanently out, maybe oh. sell a few copies. I love her as well. They also took uh, out the. There was a um, move in there where I think it might have been the wrestler actually. There was two of them on screen, and one of their moves was they basically crushed their asses together um, <laughs> in her face, like banged them together. Um, yeah to attack an enemy um, yeah, we, so. we sometimes forget it's Japanese the two yeah, sides of Japan about... is two wrestlers smushing their ass sheets together and Mitomo yeah. those are the two <laughs> yeah. the yeah. only two types of Japan it's either massively family friendly or absolutely definitely not family friendly just fucking smut <laughs> <laughs> or no. just weird which is like the Final Fantasy demo, which I'll get through to Ooh. first. Uh, Gareth, there's a nice list for you at the bottom. Would you like to read out the gaming chart in full from 1 to 20 as a little treat for you on your 100th episode? That's actually uh, really generous. I didn't, didn't expect this. There you go. 
Fantastic. Well, uh, so just a little treat me and Don put together. Okay. <laughs> hold back the tears. Jump to start at 20. Yeah, oh. that's going to be good. 20. Okay. These are all games that sold more copies than Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Bear this in mind. Okay. Just Cause 3. Forza 6. <laughs> Minecraft Story Mode. He would love to be a train announcer, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would love it. You can imagine him at Waterloo. That's what you should do. You're going to have to move to London and yeah. work for TFL. Bing I'd bong. Love you yeah. Minecraft Xbox Edition. No, oh, no, no. I, I that's not what right. happens. No, that's not. They don't do that. Do they People would miss their trains. <laughs> no, obviously they're just talking about Minecraft all day. Yeah. Uh, Lego Jurassic World. WWE 2K16. Yes. Pocken Tournament. You're High saying Pokken Tournament... Hang, hang on, Gareth. Sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry, Rob. You're talking about a niche Pokken Tournament game released on the Wii U, which is a console that no one really has. Yeah. Sold more than Street Fighter 4. 5. Yeah, it actually sold more than uh, WWE 2K16 as well. Yeah, but 2K16's been out before Christmas, darling. So That's true. <laughs> have some respect, yeah? Yeah, that's not. I don't get it. Why you insult it? Because you like wrestling. Yeah, but I just—it's so easy to just annoy you. I know it's weird, isn't it? Hyrule Warriors Legends, Fallout Four. Can you tell people where you are? Because it's getting because we've interrupted a few times. Fallout Four is twelfth. Brilliant. So we're about to get into the top ten in a second, Uh, but eleventh is Uncharted: The Master Thief Collection. Oh yes, as it should have been called by Don Goss. Uh, number yep. 10, Rainbow Six CA Gay. Number 9, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Number 8, Lego Marvel's Avengers. Number 7, Star Wars Battlefront. Really? Okay. Yep. Number 6, Grand Theft Auto 5. Love that oh, game. Mate. Bought it again this week. <laughs> Are you just making up all these sales for Grand Theft Auto 5? <laughs> I think every time I see it at £20, I have to buy it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's psychology. Uh, number five, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Number four, FIFA 16. Third, Far Cry Primal, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Number two, EA Sports UFC 2. And number one is The Division. There we go. Look at that. That's absolutely fantastic, Gareth. Maybe that should replace your music section in the future. Well, it's music to my ears. I'll tell you that much. Thank you very much. Uh... <laughs> Final Fantasy gets a release date and the demo is available right now. Now, people say it's a demo, but it's not really. It's, 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 I don't even know what it is. So basically, you start off as a young boy, as we do in life, and you're greeted by a small little rabbit-looking thing that looks sort of like a fox as well. As in real you're life. Running through, yeah. You're run a, running around in a forest... And then you jump into the water, and then you're in a house, but you're really tiny. And then the fox is really big, and then you step on another plate, and then you turn into a van. And you drive across (laughs) the floor underneath a table, and then you jump up some books, run across the table, and go through a door. Then you're in a town. You go up the stairs, fight a few beasts... And then you go on another plate, and it transports you to the Citadel, which is completely empty. And then you fight a big monster, but you turn into the adult Noctu, whatever the guy's name is. Uh, then you beat that, and then it says, 
something about you were in a coma. So, <laughs> you know, if that means anything to you out there, Final Fantasy fans, check yourself into some sort of clinic, get help. <laughs> uh, because it didn't make any sense to me, and I'm presuming probably no one else. But talk to us about uh, the new the new games coming out, Gareth, because there was a host of lovely little things to get. All of those silly little teenage girls with dyed hair going, oh, isn't this cute? I've got a chocobo doll. <laughs> That's what they say. That's uh, what, exactly um, what they say, Gareth. The game's coming out September 30th, so set your clocks now. Uh, the demo's out now, which is... Which is cool, I guess. Rob's played Final Fantasy XV. Uh, there's also going to be a anime consisting of five episodes called Brotherhood, and also a CGI Final Fantasy film wow. called King's Glaive, because that first Final Fantasy film just worked out so well. <laughs> you just want to replicate that as. As often as possible. Yeah. Wow. Do you want me to... Uh, I can read the description on this YouTube video for the trailer for the film if you'd like. <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> the magical kingdom of Lucis is home to the world's last remaining crystal and the menacing empire of Nilfheim is determined to steal it. King Regis of Lucis commands an elite force of soldiers called the King's Glaive. Wielding their king's magic, they fight to protect Lucis. As the overwhelming military might of the Empire bears down, King Regis is faced with an impossible ultimatum to marry his son, Prince Noctis, to Princess Luna Freya of Tenebrae, captive of Nilfheim, and surrender his lands to Nilfheim rule. Although oh. the king concedes, it becomes clear that the Empire will stop at nothing to achieve their devious goals with only the King's Glaive standing between them and world domination. Oh, Jeez. bloody King's Glaive. Oh. Always causing trouble. Yeah. I suppose it's one of those Japanese uh, sort of games that has really tested the, sta- the time. The sands. You don't test the sands of time. What is it? Still the the sands test of time. The test of time. That's it. Uh, King's Glaive. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? And the I King mean, with will be played King's by Sean Glaive. Oh, lovely. Um, N64 Dino Classic Turok is coming to Xbox One. Hey. Uh, didn't we say about this a few weeks ago, saying it was shit back then? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've tried rebooting it several times. Turok Evolution, for example, was oh. absolutely dire. Oh, and then there was that just Turok, wasn't there, on the Xbox 360 <clears throat> and the PS3? Yeah. Who it- can make shooting dinosaurs so wrong? <laughs> Yeah, if they're just doing... I mean, Turok 2 was actually not bad. Um, yeah, you'll except, look at it now, Don, and say, oh... I mean, further further than 64 at the time, and it had you know, the cerebral bore, which, you know, basically, basically people liked the weapons um, in it, which were always quite inventive. <clears throat> yeah. uh, the final level, though, the whole level was set on an alien spaceship, which was essentially um, four corridors, one going in each direction, and every one of them was identical... Yeah. So you didn't know, you had, you know, you got completely lost, didn't know whether you were up, you know, which alley where you were up and, you know, it's, it's not a problem you want in a video game. No, it's not. And yeah. I mean, I mean, that is old school, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's that we've kind of moved on from it. You know, Turok had its fans, but it, 
you know, okay, it's okay with Sonic and re-releasing stuff like that and side scrollers, but when it comes to 3D shooters and stuff like that, sometimes it's best to just not because they're some of the games that have aged the worst. Yeah, we'll have to see what, what they do with that. I mean, they'll obviously get rid of all the the notorious fog that Turok One was uh, notorious for. Yeah, but uh, some would say that will remove some of the charm. Well, it will be interesting. <laughs> well, they did. To see. <laughs> yeah. Don, I couldn't agree more. They did exactly the same thing with Silent Hill 2 on the collection disc. <laughs> but, but there's been a lot of talk about that one, haven't there, Gareth? There's a bit of a controversy that the actual developers uh, forgot to put the fog back in there when they remastered it. So there's a lot of complaints, and which led to a lot of scenery kind of being cut. Because originally, the developers, um, they left out some of the designs and some of the structures because of the fog. Uh, but because the fog wasn't put back in, there were buildings with like the backs missing and stuff like that, which was absolutely crazy. So yes, Don, they may have to remove the fog, but at the same time, what is beyond the fog? Nothing. And that's what you've got to remember. <laughs> My best, favourite memory of playing the first Turok was finally getting hold of the nuclear weapon gun, firing it off, and because of the fog literally being five metres in front of your character, yeah. you couldn't see the effect of this amazing explosion going off. You're like, <laughs> and that's the thing, fantastic. <laughs> it's not like fantastic. people say, oh yeah, they can remove the fog now. It's not as if the developers made some massive, amazing world that was incredible, was but then thought, oh no, we're just going to have to put some fog down. There is literally nothing beyond the fog. <laughs> Do you know what? And I think you'll be... Qu- what, what, Gareth? Come on. A game that could probably use some fog is Earth Defence Force. Because what they do yeah. is let you fire the nuke and watch the explosion. But the thing is, the game can't handle the explosion, so it slows to like two frames a second, <laughs> and everything looks like it's about a crash. But that's that's charm. It's got some charm to it. Yeah, it's got some charm. But uh, Turok, the the worlds would be so empty, the corridors so empty that it would literally give you a cerebral bore into the skull, Don. And I doubt anyone wants that. Uh, basically, next news stories, it looks like those little people over at the game that Gareth hates, but Guy loves, um, which is called uh, Rocket League, uh, adding a basketball mode. And for those of you that don't know what basketball is, it's like the equivalent of football to Americans. So that's basically what they're doing, surely, isn't it, guys? Do you know what makes an April Fool's joke really funny? Is when you announce it ahead of time and ruin the the uh, the surprise, Gareth. I'm not being rude, but I don't think this is an April Fool's. It's, it comes out on the first of April. Yeah. Right. Okay, so look, let's look at the facts. All right, I know <laughs> okay. it's coming out first of April. Is that boy band uh, TV series of April Fools as well? What TV series? It's it's basically uh, people from Backstreet Boys. NSYNC, New Kids on the Block, uh, f- being cowboys and fighting off. This wasn't me having one of my boy band teenage girl <laughs> dreams I have now and then. And they fight off a town. You, you'll have to watch it, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. definitely will. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, what makes me think that this isn't an April Fool's is it's not even April, so no one cares. Um, <laughs> so there's no point in releasing it and then going, hi, April Fool's. Because that's not how it works. <coughs> it's a big game, right? It's a massive hit. But it's football-based. And one of the problems with football 
is you then sort of alienate half of your audience. Okay? Well, not even half, more than half. If you make it more Americanized with something that they can relate to, because remember, anything that they don't like outside of America doesn't exist. So if you make basketball, then they're going to have a whole new audience as well. All right. What do you reckon? I'm very confused. <laughs> what are you confused about, darling? Let's, I, let's start with you, Don. This this whole concept that you're talking about, I'm, I, I, I must have missed a sentence because this makes no sense to me whatsoever. Okay, so Rocket League, you know Rocket League, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that web browser game that's got out of hand. Yeah, and it's football, isn't it? Cars playing football. Yeah, it's shit. Now, yeah, now one of the problems, it's shit or not, it's been a big success. Now, for them to then launch it, I don't know if it's out in America already, it may not be such a big hit, but to use basketball as its main feature is something that could resonate with the American audience. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying now? Yeah. I'd be interested to think to hear what you thought we were talking about. Because <laughs> that would sound even more interesting. <laughs> I, I, you started talking about... I heard the words basketball and football, and I kind of tuned out because it's sports. Yeah. Bless yeah. you, you little girl. <laughs> I suppose basketball wouldn't have been one of your games, would it? I used to play basketball at school, actually. Did they lower the baskets? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> or did you just wear high heels? <laughs> or platform shoes, like Gary Glitter. I knew I'd get him in here. Fucking Come hell. on, Gary. Right, uh... so that's... <laughs> I could imagine you. Don, this, you're in pants, right? Little shorts, you've got a vest on, with all glitter coming off it. Remember, Gary wasn't a criminal back then. You were wearing <laughs> your platform shoes, and everyone was playing basketball. Oh, here comes Don out of the changing room ten minutes late. And you were just going, come on, come on, come on. And everyone had to pass to you as you'd start crying. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> yeah, there might be an element of truth in there. Fantastic. And with that ends the 100th episode, just okay, 100th episode podcast. <laughs> it's not the end of the podcast, it's just the end of the news. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the music segment for the 100th episode of the Game Central podcast. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I did actually start the music segment on episode one, however, so this isn't the 100th sort of anniversary of the music segment. Um, however, I thought it'd be appropriate to still play the first piece of music we ever played on the podcast on this episode. Um, that piece of music was from StarCraft 2, Wings of Liberty. Um, it's a huge orchestral piece which Blizzard do very well. Uh, it's really underrated like you won't hear it on anyone's like top whatever lists of video game soundtracks but this particular piece of music puts you right in the mood for war right in the mood for battle and as it was our first ever piece of music on episode 3 that I played I thought it was appropriate to harken back to that and play it on episode 100 so your music segment for episode 100 is the track Wings of Liberty from Starcraft 2 Wings of Liberty by Blizzard.
Gareth, that was an absolutely fantastic piece of music and fit in well with today's 100th episode. What made you choose it? Uh, it just felt uh, appropriate. That's absolutely fantastic. Now, you know, there's been quite a sad um, few months lately with the passing of some very important game studios. So we're going to take a solemn minute in the Game Central podcast as we lay to rest some of our favourite game studios. So sit back, tilt your head forward, not backwards, because that's just weird, and engage with us on the Game Central burial cast. The rain falls, heavy from the sky, landing on the upright slabs of rock, which marks the final resting place, not of people but of companies, a metaphorical congregation of great and terrible. Self-success does not dictate standing. Everything here is the same, it's just a name. We have a claim next to 3DO. We have Clover Studios parallel to Core Design. But today we have two more six-foot drops dug into the wet ground. Join us on this Thursday morning, where the sun is yet to rise. The crows crack the silence to remind us of life, as we commit yet more studios to the ground. We are gathered here today to witness the passing of two dearly beloved studios, Evolution Studios and Lionhead. Here to say a few words about Fable is the apparition of Gareth. Uh, there was a dog in it. I like the dog. You could throw a ball and it would fetch it. <laughs> Thank you, Gareth. And Don... I believe you had some lovely words to say about Drive Club. It had some really nice looking cars and, and bikes. Was it a golf game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hereby commit the physical metaphors of gaming talent and fable the journey into the ground. And with that, the fertile ground of gaming land swallows the dreams and creativity of the few. There is one grave that has been left open a while, with the tombstone simply marked, Sega. we have to do this shit piece of the podcast because it's what I do and I have to keep seeing it through to the end uh, this is the Disney one Gareth did you know that not only do most Disney films have hidden meanings 
but some literally have filth within the films themselves. Yeah, Roger Rabbit, apparently you can see that woman's muff. Yeah, you can, and also there's sort of sex and stuff written in the smoking Lion King, whatever, blah, blah. Okay, Disneyland, you still going? Yeah. Brilliant, bye-bye. <laughs> there we go, there you go, done. Here we are, we've done 100 podcasts, and what better than to take a trip down memory lane. Now, Garrett, Don, did you say you joined us around the 10th uh, episode, or was that when you guest appeared? That was my guest appearance, my first ever. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Yes. It really was. Um, You spoke about body body smells of men that were around you. Uh, Were there there morbidly obese people that smelled? (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're all like <laughs> this, isn't it? And it was only then that Gareth then mentioned to us that maybe we should ask you about the games that you'd seen. <laughs> all true. We were younger, we were we were all very sort of innocent and naive to the world. Uh so Gareth, would you like to tell us about your favourite part of the podcast that has ever been? My favourite part of the podcast that has ever yeah. been. Out of all 100 episodes, you're talking about 70 plus hours of pure gaming content. I think my favourite part uh, of any episode that we've ever done is, uh, you guys might have been about to say this, so I'm lucky that I'll get to go first, is that episode 31, titled Re-Revengeance, when we rescued Paul Lynn from Russia... Oh, it's freezing out here. Uh, what are you wearing underneath your coat? Uh, I accidentally uh, left on my clothes from last night when I was at the torture garden, so I'm a little bit heavy. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Gareth, what about you? That beard and hair must be keeping you warm. Yeah, but I, I foolishly forgot to wear any clothes underneath. Mm. I thought the coat would be enough. It's so cold, I'm considering shaving you, Gareth, and wearing you as a coat. This is a weird place. It's called the, the Paulin Inn, which is quite nice. The right. probability of us finding Paul Lynn at the Paul Lynn Inn. There you go. Not a very good thing to do if you're hiding from assassins. <laughs> oh, can't see Paul Lynn around here. <laughs> Hello there, bartender. We have come to speak to a man named Paul Lynn. We were told that he was here. There is no Paul Lynn here. Please turn back. Look, I know you're a bit Scottish and Russian. <laughs> We know he is here. We mean him no harm. We are his friends from England. Ah, yes. He has told me about the Game Central podcast, people. He said that one day you would come. Please, follow me. about this guy it's a bit strange he sounds really familiar he does (laughs) 
please wait here. I have to turn off my automated robot response system. Stop, please wait. Do not move. If you do, you will be exterminated. You have been warned. Oh, guys, it's you. Hey, it's me, Morris. Guy reprogrammed me to be in C-U-N-T, which stands for Counter Unauthorized Nullification Turret. You may have noticed that I have a women's voice now. Well, that was Guy. When he reprogrammed me, he gave me a different voice. He made me play Soggy Biscuit with him. Go right ahead. He will be so pleased to see you. Dot, dot, dot. We have to all meet up again sometimes. Thank you very much, Maurice. Hello, lads. How are you doing? What, Paul? Trapped in a, uh, a jail in Russia, oh. where you went and broke him out. That was that was very good. I did enjoy that very much. Was that episode thirty-one? I thought that was episode fifty. Nope. Why me? Jesus, that, yeah. God, that was a long time ago. Gareth, that that was brilliant, and I must say, I'm not being rude, but I think it was your editing skills that you used to do back then. Obviously, you sort of take your foot off the throttle a bit now. <laughs> right. You sort of phone it in every week, okay. but back then. When you put your mind to it, you could make a piece of art. Uh, which leads me to one of my favourite parts of the podcast, which was the Guybot trailer that we put together. In a world where war has ravaged the earth, the fight for natural resources has begun. The world has forgotten what humour is. Until now. Oh, Guybot, you are so funny. Your sense of humour is amazing. Then one day, hugging a child too hard caused his humour chip to malfunction. Guybot, you are so cool. Why do you mock me? I don't know what happened. He suddenly has no sense of humour. We have no choice. We have to take him out! Something that was supposed to bring smiles and laughter brings depression instead. Come on, Guybot. Remember. Humor! What is humor? Central Films comes. Duma, why do you mock me? Oh my god! It is storming off! Comes the tale of desperation. That is just misunderstood. The Daily Mirror says, what a fantastic portrayal from Guy Whitlock. He literally has... No sense of humor. Stop mocking me! Bisexual Centennial Man. In cinemas now. Rated I for Mature. 
Um, I can't remember what episode it episode was. Episode 14, titled Inner World. Yep, episode 14, titled Inner World. If you want to go to that, I actually gave Gareth the task of making a sort of film trailer-esque uh, thing. I didn't know how good it would be, and I was surprised, Gareth, just by how good it was. Um, I don't know how long it took you, but the results were obvious. Well, those were the early days, weren't they? No one really knew if I was going to be good at editing or not. <laughs> no, and it turned out that you were. And, uh, you know, I think because everyone praised you a bit, I think because you're such a rebel, you thought, fuck them, I'm not doing anything like that again. Okay. Maybe you're someone who doesn't like compliments. Maybe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don, how about you? What is one of your favourite moments? Uh, back again from the early days. Oh, um, yeah, good old early days. It was in days. black and white, wasn't it? It was in black and white, day. mono. Yeah. Um, and it was on VHS, so you had to re- keep rewinding it. <laughs> oh, I remember it. that. Yeah. And you used to have to go into Woolworths or wherever it was. Oh, have you got the Game Central podcast? Oh, we only got two in. And it would be like the other guy in town had got it before you. But then yeah. you would know someone in school whose dad would record it from his friend. Precisely. So everyone went round. And, but they became warped the more people listened to them. <laughs> so you'd get like sections of features and stuff that were just like... That were just completely fucked. But, you know, I think that was one of the main sort of pulling points of the podcast. Why everyone loved it. It was. Back Back then... Uh, one of the other fantastic things about it was uh, you used to uh, have your girlfriend um, around a lot of the oh, time, yeah. and it was fantastic. And not only would she just be around in the background, but uh, you would interact with her live on the podcast, uh, mostly in the form of arguments. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> and uh, in episode 11 in particular, Boiler Room Brawl was particularly my favourite. Right, so I've gone into another room that isn't so daunting. There's Vince. My friend Vince is outside. Just give me a second. Sorry, he's just come around to look at my boiler. Oh. <laughs> is this really the time? Sorry. <laughs> Becky, uh, Vince has just set the door to look at the boiler. Can you go and uh, help him out? Are you still doing that? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Baby, just show him the boiler. He's the boiler man. He works for British Gas. <laughs> Wait, I can't. I'm talking to Guy and... I've got no pants on and my penis is... Baby, oh, God, this is embarrassing. I've got to ask the front door to my friend who's come over. I'm wearing a bloody dressing gown with no pants. Oh, God, and you're going to be privy to all of this. Oh, that was you. I thought that my window was caving in, but you're actually trying to come to the window so you don't get in. I'm sorry well, about that. It's not coming on yet, is it? No. So basically, I could go into her and just basically have a go at her and say, like don't you touch what so, you don't yeah. understand. Let's have a quick look at this. <laughs> so, oh God, I hate, I hate Betty. <laughs> just the things she does. So yeah, that's it, isn't it? That's all on. That's all ready to go. getting hot. Well, thank well, you, you for go. coming in no and worries, basically man. just turning a switch. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> Literally. Thanks, that being sorry, so so sorry. That's right. Ed Dexter, get in, please. Now. 
You're a dog. You can't do what you want. Right, Becky. Fence <laughs> round it. Right. All it was was the bloody switch. Like the thing was turned down. The knob. The knob. There's a little knob, and it was turned down to two. I've never been in there. You've never been in there. <laughs> I've never been in there. I've seen you in there loads of times. No, you haven't. I have. I'm not. The knob that's on the boiler, you've just literally no, turned I it haven't. up. I've never been in that cupboard. Why would I go you in there? You went in there today, I saw you. No, I didn't. You did. She knocked all the wood down as bloody Mate, you shouldn't have wood that you fed in. She just. Bloody hell. You're playing up to your little friends. They're not my like little friends. They're <laughs> Friends, and I've got a friend from America who's wow. just listening onto this wow. about how us bloody British people live our lives. She's going to pull us back to America <laughs> and we're going to bloody be shut down. <laughs> They're going to invade us because we can't <laughs> bloody do ourselves. We're next. I'll tell you, we're next. Bloody America. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Game Sense Podcast. Where uh, <laughs> you had someone round to check out the boiler because the water wasn't hot anymore. Oh dear, and it turned out that Becky had just turned it down. As I'm sure we're going to hear, oh, a lovely repeat of that episode. It, it was, and I mean, I wasn't expecting it to go out. I was just walking around with my um, iPad in my hand. We used, <laughs> we used to live in a much smaller place back then, so yeah. we were literally on top of each other. So it was very hard to actually do that. But now I've got my own space. You know, she respects me. And I think that's all. And, she, you know, if I give her a certain look, she knows to take herself away. <laughs> um, Gareth, I've asked you to pick two moments. What was your second moment? Uh, my second moment uh, is a bit of a uh, an inside baseball one. We've talked about it once or twice. Uh, but episode 21, um, the entire first 45 minutes of which... Uh, I recorded none of my audio <laughs> and just you and Guy so two you days later it. I had to go back listen to the whole 45 minutes and insert my speech <laughs> line by line trying to recreate the first 45 minutes as best as possible right so does Watchdogs <laughs> does Watchdogs deserve its 4 million selling point a lot of people have been saying I don't like it jumping on the bandwagon what does Gareth Williams think <laughs> Well, I'm kind of surprised after seeing all these sort of average reviews that came out. Yeah. But um, I guess when you're um, mm. when you're on every platform available, then that's what happens. Well, the f- plus there's nothing else out. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Gareth. Is there that is something else out right now? <laughs> oh. There he goes. His Mario Kart, which is resting on my. Inner <laughs> I fire. thought he meant his Thank penis you very as much, well. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't mean my penis, but... Excellent. Guys, stop eating cookies! <laughs> I'm hungry! Put that condom no. away! <laughs> you know, <laughs> the thing is, I had to woof down my dinner, which has given me acid reflux um, before this. I didn't think, oh, I'll wait till the podcast starts, then I'll oh, start Is that, is that when you get that horrible, like, stomach acid taste in your mouth? No, that's sperm, guy. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think that is sperm. <laughs> okay, right, four million copies. Wasn't so, it? Wasn't it the one where the sort of that's the one where like the Nazi zeppelins and stuff start flying over the city, isn't it? Uh, Is it? Am I thinking of a different game? I think you're you're probably thinking of. I'm it. thinking of the original. Um, yeah, because they just it's Japan, it's Japan, isn't it? I can't remember. No, it's Korea. Oh, <laughs> for God's sake! 
Well, there was a there was that point in the first game where you're under a massive pile of bodies. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then there was that giant remote control car with guns on it. Yeah, yeah, which America yeah. thought was like the ultimate weapon. Yeah, I stopped playing it halfway through. Oh, okay. Gareth, yeah, you're a big Super Smash Brothers fan, and are you seriously gonna drop that kind of money when this game comes out? Well, I have to now. Uh, have you got your GameCube controller? I bet you're holding your GameCube controller right now in anticipation. <laughs> Not quite, but I have them around just in case. Just in case an announcement like this happens. <laughs> in case my friends come over and we want to play Super Smash Brothers. Really? Seriously, you still do that kind of thing on Smash Bros? Of course. <laughs> Did you not like the Wii one, Brawl? Yeah, you could use GameCube controllers on that. Oh, silly, man. You've always got to keep a GameCube controller, haven't you? It's worrying. <laughs> Why is it worrying? Because, like, you'll never be able to just say, oh, I'll just chuck that out. Well, I don't want to chuck it out. It's a GameCube controller. Because they're awful controllers. They're the best controllers. You're insane. They look like the aborted fetus of a PlayStation 2 controller. Like, mm. it hasn't developed properly. <laughs> and I think you used up all of your optimism at that one point, and you've never quite got it back. It took about six hours. It was Because unbearable. when you told us about it, I was like, that's weird that someone would do that. Because I don't think anyone would do that. I'm talking about if it was Batman versus Superman and they sort of forgot to do some dialogue in a particular part. No one would have... It was like when no one could understand Bane's voice in Batman. So they made him re-record all the lines again. It's that level of dedication that we really miss, Gareth. I don't miss it. <laughs> it was a fucking pain in the ass. Oh, it was just so funny that you actually did it as well. Cheers. So, if, Adam, I'm sure you're not going to put the whole 45 minutes on there. No. Just to show how much of a gangster you are, <laughs> but some choice snippets would be fantastic. Or maybe a documentary that you could put on YouTube of you doing it. <laughs> maybe. To show people behind the curtain. Um, one of my, another one of my favourite moments, particularly, was, uh, the testicle gate. Uh, with, Don, with uh, Guy Whitlock who proclaimed that if he would not get South Park the Stick of Truth delivered to him he would eat his own testicle You eating your right testicle would actually fit in with the South Park theme next week Oh you've already decided, no, just decided. Everything I say will be related to South Park uh-huh. because that's going to be amazing and you would have played it by then, wouldn't you? I'll have, I'll have completed it by then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, if I haven't completed it by next week, I will also eat my right testicle live on air. If he didn't complete it by the next time we spoke, we spoke on the podcast a week after, he would eat his own testicle live on air. Now, we didn't, we kind of knew Guy, but we didn't know that he was such a bitch back then. <laughs> uh, and one of the funny things was, that his life was... It wasn't funny that his life was falling apart, but <laughs> it, was. it was the fact that, you know, everything was going so wrong for him that me and Gareth basically said, mate, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get the game. Something's going to happen. And it transpires that Guy, the poor kid, his flatmate had stolen his copy of South Park, The Stick of Truth. So obviously, being upset about it, me and Gareth kept ribbing him and ribbing him and ribbing him about it, talking about his flatmates and what they should have done. Actually, I'm looking at Guy Whitlock's profile picture now, and it looks a bit homoerotic. Um, He's with a man who's got his arm around him, and Guy's shirt is undone. 
Ooh. I don't know if either of you have seen that. Yeah, I have. That. Well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? A bit odd. I bit mean, odd. it's so, a bit weird, but so is the fact that the image for the same episode of the podcast where Guy ate his own testicle is you with a copy of South Park the Stick of Truth shoved up your ass. <laughs> yeah. And the caption, Guy, come and get it, written yeah. by you on the same picture. Because I knew how much he wanted it. And the fact was, we wound him up so much towards the end of the episode that he actually threw a bitch fit. And he left. So me and Gareth just had to carry on and make this story that he had literally done it and passed out and that he'd actually ripped his testicles off. You win some, you lose some testicles. You do. Guys, testicle eating. You may have thought we'd forgotten, but we haven't. Um, I'm sure Gareth Joyney's editing skills will add a few choice phrases from Guy last week. <coughs> now, Guy has done a lot of stupid things in his life that he probably regrets. Chief among them being the sperm that won the race to the egg and managing, <laughs> <laughs> and managing to finish fertilising it. Remembering wow. to breathe in and out to keep his brain sufficiently supplied with oxygen so he can maintain his life and finally waking up in the morning. But if there is one mistake that Guy has stupidly made, <sighs> promising live on air last week that if he didn't complete South Park, the stick of truth, by today, he would eat his own testicle. You may be listening to this right now thinking, what's the big deal? It's not like he needs them after all. What's he going <laughs> to do with them anyway? Yeah, what happened seen... to what happened to Whitlock Week? All right, mate, don't get what? testy. You're you're, <laughs> you're the one that started on me, guy, and I'm not backing no, out. I didn't now. start on you. I just said Skyrim wasn't very good. That's all you I said. You called me a dick a few times because yeah. you are a dick. There we what? go. And there again, you go. Right. In fact, it's different to being a dick. Well, what's the big deal? It's not like he needs them after all. What's he going to do with them anyway? They're for producing sperm. And the fact is, right now, all he does is shoot it into socks. I think by <laughs> eating his testicle, or even both, he would be doing himself and any future generations of prospective Whitlock offspring a favour of not being included in the shame of his ancestry. And you would be right. But whilst it may not be of great importance, the fact that he did promise to do it means that, by law, he is obliged to undertake his statement of intent. I was there... I witnessed as he said those words and myself and Gareth do not want to be accomplices to his lying. So, Guy, we now give you the stage. Remember, if you do not do it, people will think less of you than they already do. That's fine. Can you imagine that? I I can't... Well, yes, I can imagine that and I don't really care. Oh, Guy. You're saying you don't care about the opinions of I'm saying I'm not even going to try and stage anything just because you were just so ridiculously fucking twatty just then. (laughs) Do you know what, guys? You were such a massive fuck job that I'm just not even going to bother. Do you know what? If you don't do this, you're going to look like such an idiot. That's fine. <laughs> I look like an idiot anyway. And you you fucking go out your way to make me look like an idiot, so it doesn't matter. I don't. You, you, you fired, as Gareth would say, you fired the shots first. Yeah. Shots fired. That's what he says sometimes. I've said that's that before. His, that's his life. slogan. If you don't do this, guy... Then the fact that you don't keep promises is going to be uh, pubic knowledge and uh, public, public public knowledge. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, you can live with only one. Like you can literally still <laughs> produce sperm. 
Should you ever want to impregnate someone? Sack up. Come on. Guy, 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 guy. <laughs> guy, you're not going to do it, are you? Always oh, thinking about it? Or has he done it and passed out? <laughs> yeah, even if he does survive, at least he won't be having any kids. I mean... No, that's the thing. And, um, I mean, if you can try and think of your favourite guy a moment, do you have one? Uh, this one. This one, yeah. Where he, chewed, he gnawed his own bollock off live on air and then died a bloody death. <laughs> <laughs> when he ruptured his artery. Um, you know, do you think he's covered in semen as well? <laughs> I think he was before we even started. <laughs> and the funny thing with Guy is that he was always on the edge. And after that, I don't think he was ever the same, was he, Gary? <laughs> no, he moved <laughs> out. He got, a, he got a girlfriend. Yeah. In a way where think, he made his life better. I think that was the turning point in his life, wasn't it? Yeah. And well. also, Gareth, if you want to include the moment which I set him up with his now girlfriend, uh, episode two, I think it was, that far back, where we spoke to Paul, and then I suggested that Guy spoke to Paul's sister, um, and that they sit down and pretend that they're having a romantic meal, but Guy obviously got scared and ran off again. <laughs> it was actually brilliant. It was like having a little emotional, hormonal teenage girl that could just walk off at any moment. Not that I know what that's like, which is a bit of a weird <laughs> comparison to make. Um, is she your daughter or your um She's my sister? daughter. She's young enough to be my daughter. I'm the eldest of five. I'm 36. Arlanda's 18. She's she your sister. She is, yes. She's cool. And how old is Anna? She's 18. I don't like the pervy tone in your voice, man. <laughs> I'm not... There is no pervy voice. It's just, as you know, Game Central. We yeah. like to help each other out. <laughs> only kidding. looking for love. And if we could just... I know what I your pictures earlier. She went, what, you're doing a podcast? I went, yeah. She went, oh, with? I went, oh, this site says I'll invite you because Adam is a Call of Duty freak at the moment. Um, okay. And... She, and the only picture I could find I had was uh, um, it was a guy and she went oh he looks uh, alright well there we go can we get Anna on this podcast that guy can just have maybe a little talk with her right so let's get Anna on so Anna you can take the headphones out now because guy's voice is quite quiet and meek and as he speaks to Anna we're all just going to be quiet and allow love to happen is that okay with you Paul Um, Anna Anna? Anna? Yeah, I'm going to give you the earphone. Yeah. Here we go. Guy, now, oh. Guy, this is it now. This is I it. Just... This is your potential future wife. Do not mess this up, please. Look, I, just, I, just, I just came on here, talk about games for an hour, and you're doing this to me. <clears throat> we're not doing this for you. This we're, we're trying to help you, Guy. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day next week, man. You've got to get on that shit. Anything. Oh, oh, this guy's a radio voice. Oh, hello there, Anna. How are you? Yeah, I have just heard all that. Yeah. Television first, Excellent. <laughs> right, so, as you may know, Guy is a single chap. Yeah, past person that ugly spoke with me just ever, so... Be prepared. Guy is not fussy. I wouldn't say that you're not good-looking, which you probably are. Paul's just being upsetting. But right now, you're in a restaurant with Guy. Guy's looking at you across the table. Let's kick it off. Go. I'm not, I'm not doing this, really. <laughs> Guy, come on quick. I'm I'm not doing this either. 
What is wrong with you? Hi. Cool. Okay, I suppose. Anna, hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? So what, what part of Yorkshire are you from? You've just asked Paul this. Don't act like you care. You, you already you're asked not, you're not, Anna, you're not Paul, and this is a very isolated incident. This is completely separate from anything else. All right, okay. So what part of Yorkshire are you from, Anna? West Yorkshire. What's that you're drinking there? What? What's that you're drinking there? I'm not drinking all. Well, we're in a pub. It's a bit strange. I've got myself a nice Coke. Yeah, I'm well confused. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Yeah, um, I'm scared. So, um, I'm only young. I know, I know, I know. God, 28-year-old, 18-year-old woman. Right, so um, what is it you do in everyday life? Do you, do you have a job or...? Go to college. Where I oh, studied well. Lord of the Rings. Quite enough. And you're like Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, is this Gareth I'm speaking to, or...? No. Yeah, it's Gareth. Yeah, the guy that has been trying to seduce uh, your sister. <laughs> I, uh, Gareth Williams. I um, accepted your gracious request to come on the podcast. That did not involve you chatting up my sister. Guy. Uh, Don? Uh, well, you've actually just reminded me of uh, another one of my favourite um, favourite bits, which features... Guy, um, he wasn't. He wasn't even on the podcast at the time, but we were doing it. And as we were doing it, he was on holiday with with his girlfriend. <laughs> and, and just as we were just in the middle of talking or something, he posted on Facebook that he had his wallet stolen. That was legendary. <laughs> and, that was just, and it just came out of nowhere. Just guys had his wallet stolen, and he's stuck in Spain or whatever the hell it was with no yeah. money, you know, no credit cards. Oh God! Just the the pain of Guy just amused us so greatly. It was just amazing. There was uh, also uh, me questioning one of his friends that allowed their child to play Hotline Miami whilst <laughs> Guy was in the room. Yes. And why Guy didn't do anything about it and didn't step in, and he took real offence to that. Um, there was also uh, Guy's long arms. Um, <laughs> There was oh, also, dear. it was just general guy insults uh, from day to day. Yeah. But, you know, guy, we thank you. And I think the podcast would have been better with him. No, it wouldn't. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm actually compliment. Listen, he had his thing. He got us all together. The podcast was one of his things. I don't know why, because when he started, he didn't seem that enthusiastic. <laughs> it's just like he wanted to make a podcast. <laughs> and then when he realised you actually have to do things on the podcast, or it would just be dead air, then he didn't really want to know anymore. And it became more and more torturous to actually try and get him on. But he's been on in the last few months, and it was quite bad towards me. Uh, <laughs> but, but he never wants to come and battle me head on on the actual podcast. He likes to know that I'm well out of the way. Yeah, I think yep. uh, just as a maybe a final bit, I don't know. But uh, I think the hardest I've ever laughed on this podcast is the first time we ever heard from Maurice Hawkins. I yes. was crying, and I had to edit it as well. So I was also crying whilst listening back to it. It just never stops being funny to me anytime Maurice yeah. Hawkins pops up. It's the funniest fucking thing. Yep. It is Maurice Hawkins, the younger brother of renowned scientist Sir Stephen Hawkins. Okay, guys, are you ready oh, to meet God. him? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, my name is Maurice Hawkins. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
nice you about mocking our guests. Sorry, Morris. Guys, come on, please show some respect. Morris has walked down here to come and host his show for us. He didn't have to, but he has. So if you could please just hold your mocking, okay? If he was, if he was there, he's just coming to my front room. You know, he faces a lot of adversity in his everyday life, and it can't be easy being the brother of such an esteemed man, okay? I'm crying. <laughs> Guy, please. Fine with Hello, my name is Maurice Hawkins, younger brother of renowned scientist Sir Stephen Hawkins. I don't know why he gets the title of Sir as I did most of the work. Anyway, you may find it strange that we both suffer from the same affliction. Well, when we were younger, and mother took us to the voice interpreter shop, it was by one get one free cheapest one free. Let's <laughs> just say Stephen drew the short straw and ended up with the cheap robot sounding one. So here I am on the Gamma Central podcast to host this very special game show. In front of me are some game cases, and I am going to describe today. Today, very rare. Bloody Stephen has been fiddling with my settings again. Attack, attack. Stephen, I will kill you. No, 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 Morris, come back. Morris. Look no, what you've done now. <laughs> Morris, please. Oh, my God. This is the best party I've ever been to. Morris. Oh, my God. Please. We need you to host this. No, Rob, I'm sorry. They really hurt my feelings. How dare they laugh at me? Do they know who I am? Guy with lock more like cock and that very bastard in the cock. What is he about? God. <laughs> Yes, I know, I know, and they're sorry, aren't you guys? Yes. We're sorry. There is a red Ferrari doing a power slide. The man is driving with a blonde woman in the car. I wish I could power slide my car right in there. Trust me, son. Right, so... There is a red Ferrari... A blonde woman in a passenger seat. <coughs> what is it, Don? <coughs> oh, God, it's Outrun. Outrun, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. <coughs> right, Gareth, this is one of your all-time favourites. Okay. Take it away, Maurice. <laughs> Come on, Maurice. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <Let's do it. laughs> Maurice, please. <laughs> this one is for Guy. There is a fat man hovering above a planet. He has a moustache. Fat Italian cunt. I hope he can put his face into the planet. <laughs> so, what one do we think that is? Could, I know could, it. could you repeat it? I know it. it? I know we it. don't know it. Repeat it. Gareth, I know it, but... What is it? It's Super Mario Galaxy, but would you repeat it, please, God? Okay, Maurice. I always called you God there, Maurice. Here we go. Well, this one is for Guy. There is a fat man hovering above a planet. He has a moustache. Fat Italian cunt. I hope he crashes his face into the planet. God. Right. Sorry about this. Have you disabled Maurice? <laughs> He's not disabled. But anyway, that is I just want to say thank you, men, for making me feel welcome. Even though we got off to a bad start, I really enjoyed it. Gareth, I hope you get out of bronze on League of Legends. Damn, son, you go in hard. Don't 
throw any more tomatoes down the toilet. And guy, I hope you test positive for HIV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maurice, thank you very much. And uh, we'd just like to say, see you later. Bye, Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> There he goes. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And even, Maurice he, will come back. He, I hope so. But he, like, he even had a little mini fit and he stormed out and then he came back and he apologised <laughs> to everyone. And it was the funniest fucking thing <laughs> I'd ever heard. Oh, that was so good. That was amazing. Episode 20, maybe? Yeah, it was really yeah, early. So, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna... uh, so, other... Uh, other... No, it's, uh, other... What is it? What would you say? Other mentionable... Notable. Notable mentions. Uh, yeah. Also goes to Mr. Biffo, yep. who uh, joined us for episode 50, I think that was. God, we had, we had quite was. a lot of guests on, actually, especially in the early days. Yeah. So, there yeah. was um, the game shop owner, which who I really enjoyed talking to. There was poor Grace, the cosplayer, who had to bear my wrath. Of <laughs> uh, my furious libido, who I actually worked with in the past. World record holder. Uh, World record holder, although I think it's been beaten since. Well, we don't, we don't need to mention that. Nah, she just stood on a bridge with lots of old people <laughs> dressed as gaming characters. <laughs> Nothing really that impressive. Uh, also, Powell Brashinferdink, the uh, the actual man who made the music for Dying Light. Yep. Absolutely fantastic guest. Although his English was rather limited, and that did wind Gareth up. But I did then have to calm Gareth down by insisting that he was not residing in the British Isles. Um, there was also um, Pauline. Absolutely, we couldn't have done one of our favourite sections without Pauline. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. We've had Rory on as well, haven't we? Yeah, a bit of Rory. Rory used to give Guy infinite amounts oh. of shit. He was a master <laughs> at it. He was the master at it. Um, my my dream one day, guys, is to literally do the roasting of Guy Whitlock like they do on MTV. <laughs> That is what I want. That's basically what I wanted today to be. So, Guy, if you're listening, I know you don't like being insulted, but if you could just sit there on the other end of a Skype call while we get everyone on to basically tear you apart, we'd really be interested in doing that. <laughs> uh, any other honourable mentions from you guys? Hmm. Oh, we forgot our hosts as well. We forgot our hosts. We had... Um, Lesbian dentist. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, Rolf Harris with I Can Tell What It Is Yet. Oh, God, yeah, all the game shows. All they the game excellent. shows. We yeah. had uh, Through the Keyhole. We had uh, Play Your Cards Right, Play Your Games Right. Uh, a lot of those. We had uh, Catchphrase. We had um, Family Fortunes. Oh, you've reminded me of one of my favourite early sections, which was... Uh, um, can you tell what game Rob is talking about by reading the back of the box exactly. he's reading the back of? <laughs> We've done a lot of content, and I'm sure, Gareth, that if you condensed it down into an hour, we'd have such a great show. <laughs> <laughs> if you took those bits and then left out the bullshit, you would have a coherent hour that would be absolute gold. That would uh, take would be fantastic. about a week to do. Gareth, you've got all the time in the world, literally. Ah, that's true. And it'd be fantastic. Then we also did, um, I must say, obviously we've had our highlights, obviously our lowlights, uh, would probably be Gareth's solo cast. 
I know we laugh about it, but it... it... <laughs> that was an amazing, amazing, terrible point of the podcast. I loved it, Gareth, uh, and it has gone down in folklore. He wasn't even well. He was just... You weren't even awake. You weren't well. You were just sniffing and coughing your way through this kind As of... As if you were obliged tale. to do it. <laughs> As if you'd taken a bullet. <laughs> it was lovely. It was like and you're the guy in in, uh, in Lost who has to put the code in every hour. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't stop. You had to do it. I think that's the thing. Gareth didn't know what would happen, but he just had a feeling that something would happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's brilliant. Uh, obviously, me a few times that I've uh, actually run out of battery and things like that at, <laughs> at, at, at timing moments and stuff like that. But whatever's happened, guys, looking back now, we've done so much. And even if we're the only ones that listen to it, what a fantastic way to tell your children on your deathbed. <laughs> So there we go. We didn't have a, what we've been playing this week because we wanted to dedicate more to the feature. Obviously, Gareth's got a big trip ahead of him, almost as if he's going to have to go through a massive library on his own and pick out little snippets. Uh, and I'm sure, having been told about how good he is at editing, he will do it to the best of his abilities, won't you, Gareth? I feel obligated. What I don't want is to turn it on and then just have you doing impressions of what happened or describing it. It'll be brilliant. At this point, I have put the actual sounds of the uh, of Russia and snow in the background. You can also hear the ambience uh, of a pub <laughs> Director's and a barman. It will become really oh, egotistical and start talking about how he did it and what his vision was. Now, if you listen very you carefully, to... you'll actually hear that uh, <laughs> Rob is actually pretending that he's in a bar right now. Uh, he's a sort of Russian man. Rob did that accent on the spot, you know, and I sort of directed him and told him that maybe he could use this or that. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, at this moment, I'm not actually using a command bot or any kind of doors. It's all literally green screen. I wonder but if other than for that, one episode of the podcast, we should do audio commentary on a previous episode. <laughs> just speak over it yeah. at the same volume that'll it's be, just a match that'll be pretty interesting yeah we're gonna do that we should but that's for another day until then until episode 101 wow we're getting old we'll see you then <laughs> bye 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 Thank you.